Welcome back to LMB Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Mystery from Learning and Engagement. Ron Wilburn, Vice President and Ohio Branch Manager, shares all about the team today, what a great team looks like, and how you facilitate true and lasting team bonding to ultimately achieve positive results. Limbach hinges on high-performing teams now more than ever. So Ron's experience as a team member and a team leader make him an invaluable subject matter expert. I am so looking forward to sharing what it means to be part of a great team with you. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome, Ron. So glad you could join me today. Oh, thanks, Katie. So glad that I could join as well. Looking forward to it. So you've been with Limbach for how long now? 25 years has been a long time, but it hasn't felt like a long time. Yeah, well, I hope that's a good thing. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And how many teams have you been on in those 25 years? Oh, my. Um, Give me a ballpark. Probably north of 30, I would say. Oh, my gosh. So you are a team expert. I guess you could maybe say that, but <laughs> okay. I'm always willing to learn more. Well, I think that's part of what makes you know a great team member. But in your opinion, because you've been on so many teams, you know Limbach teams really well um, as well. So what makes a great team? What are some characteristics of a great team? Well, again, I think that in order to have a great team, you've got to have a group of individuals that are willing to work together for the common good of, of the team and not, you know, be individualistic about their, what their aspirations are. And, and, you know, um, sometimes you got to put your personal gain aside and go for what's the right thing to do for the team. And I think at Limbach, we, we see that a lot here. Yeah. I, I did a little bit of research um, in preparation for this question, and you actually touched on a few of these, but here's what the literature said. It said, um, great teams communicate well with each other. They focus on goals and results. They function interdependently, so not independently, but interdependently. They offer each other support, which I think gets to a little bit of what you you just said, piece of it maybe. Team members are diverse. Um, Great teams have good leadership with regular feedback and recognition. They're organized and they have fun. That was the top eight. Yeah. And you touched on something interesting there is having fun. And I think that's one of the things, you know, in our company that at least in my experience with the teams that I've been involved with is we always had fun. And that always seemed to take the team up to a higher level of, you know, um, with their ability to achieve what they're they're setting out to do. And, you know, hey, it's it's a business where we have tough jobs at times or tough situations to deal with. But at the end of the day, it seems like the strongest teams always could walk away with with an element of fun in what they did. So, yeah, it did. And in your experience, did you see that fun? Or that bonding happen right away usually? Did it take some time for the teams that you were on to get to that point? Or is it just dependent on the makeup of that individual team? Yeah, it depends on the makeup of the team. You know, there's, I've always felt like 
when you do form a team of people to, you know, either achieve this specific project or just to achieve a specific task, you, there's always differences within that team. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a little while to develop maybe because you got to get to know each other, right? Yeah. Uh, if you don't already. So I think maybe that's part of it is how well do the team members already know each other? Have they worked together before? Right. And do they know, you know, what they need to do to, to make the job fun, you know? So hmm. timing. Yeah, timing would be important for sure. And and like you said, it, it depends on if they know each other, um, how much experience they've had with one another. What do you, what do you think about the the line item that says um, great teams are made up of good leadership with regular feedback and recognition. Now I get the regular feedback and recognition, but the good leadership sounds vague. I mean, does good leadership change based on the team or do you think good leadership is good leadership no matter what team it applies to? I think, I think that a great leadership is it's not going to matter what the team is going through or what kind of team we have. If you have great leadership, they kind of pull the team together. And I've always seen that where you've had this one emerging leader come out of that group and just Mm -hmm. kind of pave the way for the rest of the group. Um, Sometimes it can be multiple people within that group, right? Yeah. But I think great leadership usually resounds itself through any situation, whether it's good or bad, you know, um, that's what I've seen. So it's a natural process. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. So let's backtrack a bit because in this initial discussion, we've we've thrown around a bunch of words and, um, you know, I think I understand what you're saying, but I want to make sure our listeners understand too. What does development or or growth really mean? What do you mean by that when you say when we talk about what a, what makes a great team? Yeah, so, you know, some may view that as training or, you know, doing things to better improve their understanding of what they're setting out to do. Mm-hmm. But when you ask me about, you know, development and growth of a team, it is just what we kind of talked about a few minutes ago, is you got to get to know each other and understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. And not only do you build upon the strengths and weaknesses by offsetting from one place to the other the strengths and weaknesses of individuals to make that team strong, Mm -hmm. but I think as they work together and go through these journeys and different projects, they, they start to learn how they can become stronger in those points where they weren't strong. And, And those that are already strong in those aspects um, get kind of that sense of fulfillment that, hey, I was able to take something that I know and that I'm really good at and help others become better at that, ta- you know, yeah. that different. Uh, so developing and growing the team, um, to me, even beyond what I've already said here, is you got to build trust. And yes. as a team, if you build trust, you know, there's nothing more paramount to growing and developing that team as the team has to trust trust each other. Yeah. So beyond, 
you know, working with one another and going about their daily tasks with one another, how can individual team members build that trust? I mean, it seems like a time-consuming, or it seems like it's it would take effort. It may not be an easy thing. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think that's that all really comes down to what your past experience has been with those individuals right. or... You know, it's, it's certainly not something you can just take for granted as, well, you know, this person said I can trust them, so I just I must be able to <laughs> right. trust them, right? right? It doesn't work that way. I think you have to, every individual has to, you know, work within that group and form that trust as they experience the outcomes with that group. You know what I mean? Is mm-hmm. what are people honoring their commitments? Are they are they being accountable for their actions? You know, mm. as you start to go through these things, that will build trust. Right. So the the norms, the norms that the group establishes, even if they're unsaid, um, following those will help foster that trust that you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if someone is interested in growing their career within a team um, or, or maybe we have a manager or supervisor listening to this and, and they want to build a strong team. What would you tell them based on what we we've discussed already? What would you tell them to do? Well, again, you know, with the company, we have the core values that we obviously, you know, take, take very seriously. And, mm-hmm. and the people that we hire have those values or they wouldn't work here. What I would say to any manager or leader, that's that's forming a team is to make sure that with recognition to the values, you also have to recognize what people, what their abilities are. Mm. And, you know, when I'm forming a team, I always try to have a good diverse group of people in that team with different experiences so that they can work together um, to build upon whatever it is that they're setting out to do. Again, in our case, it's usually a project, right? So it takes a whole different set of skills amongst the team to perform that work. And, you know, we can't have everybody that's great at one thing be successful. Right. It takes a team of people to pull together and make that successful. Right. So we're going to pause for a minute on this really valuable information and we're going to dive into one of our fun segments called guess the acronym okay these are actual acronyms from our industry and or company i'm I'm going to kind of leave you out on a limb here to guess with very little contextual clues but if you need it i do have two clues i can give you although you've been in the industry now for 25 plus years so so we'll see okay (laughs) let's do this Mama always said, life's like a box of chocolates, and LMB means limba. The acronym is D-BOOM. D as in David, B as in Bob, O-O-M as in Mary. And talk me through what you're thinking here. Have you heard this before? I think I have. Um... I want to say it's it's design, build, own, operate, and maintain. What? You got it right off the bat? You have been with us for a while. 
my clues. I was so ready. I was going to, the first one was going to be really vague. It speaks to an ideal process we follow. And then my second clue was going to be, it includes both construction and service. That's so funny. Do you, is this something that you use regularly or have you heard it regularly? I'm not sure about regularly, but it is something that, you know, when you think about what we do, you know, with, with, with the company and, you know, all of the, the people in our company that, that have the expertise yep. to deliver the, this, this product, you know, design it, we build it, we, we can own, operate and maintain it if that's what mm-hmm. the client wants us to do, you know, and, and that would benefit them. So it's definitely I, something that I think, uh, maybe some people, the own and operate would be something that's, that's a little different, but it's something that we certainly do and can and will deliver. So, well, I liked this acronym for you because I knew we were going to be talking about teams and this acronym speaks to the power of the team as a whole. Like we, in order to actually make this come true, (laughs) we need to work together to follow, you know, the D B O O M. That's correct. Across all segments of our business. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's so integrated. And and we talked about already what makes a great team and how that process can work and what you mean by growth and development and the individuals on a team. But it is natural, you know, when, when you put those things together, there's going to be some sort of conflict. We're, we're only human. So I'm curious in your experience, and if you can give some examples, that would be great. How should someone on a team, whether they're the team leader or just a team member, how do they handle conflict and communication in a healthy way? Because that seems to go with team growth and dynamics. Well, I can tell you, Katie, it's it's not something that everybody's comfortable discussing, right? Mm-hmm. Is There's a lot of people that, that avoid conflict. And, you know, here's what I'll tell you. In our company, you know, we operate on EOS um, and we all have level 10 meetings every week. And one of the key components of, of that meeting is during IDS, sometimes there has to be conflict. And what conflict means to me is it doesn't mean shouting or fighting or disagreement and, and whole. What it means is there's a difference of opinion. So, you know, you may have two or three or a team of very capable leaders or team members that just can't seem to see eye to eye on something specific. Yeah. Um, The best thing you can do is if something is bothering you and you feel like there's not alignment within your team, you've got to talk about it. That's what great teams do. You don't hold it in and and then start to form opinions and hold grudges over the conflict that won't that's not been discussed. What I found is normally when you get it out on the table and have the constructive conflict, which means it cannot be personal. It has to be professional. Hmm. That's rule number one in this in this process. Um the team will talk through it. Normally what I find is that most people weren't even aware that there was an issue and the things that they were doing was working against the the goal at hand. So 
usually it's a, it's almost like a revelation to everyone that, wow, that was an issue and it was bothering maybe just one person in the team. But now that we've all talked about it and can agree, we can move forward. And, you know, even if it doesn't completely solve the issue the person had, maybe that person will have a, a better perspective on why things are the way they are. And then yeah. they can get behind it and move on. Yeah, that actually reminds me of something I just read about the difference between dialogue and discussion. And the authors of this article were saying that dialogue is exactly what you just described. It is it is sharing some sort of, I don't understand, or this doesn't make sense. And then what you're doing as a team is you're defining the issue or you're defining what you mean and you're coming to a shared understanding of, okay, well, here's what we mean. You're right. It may not solve the problem, but the whole point of dialogue is not to solve the problem. It's just to develop a shared language almost. So you're talking about the same thing <laughs> and then you can move to discussion and start to problem solve. Well, and I think you bring up a good point there too, Katie, when you talk about language, mm. you know, we all, we all have a way that we understand things. And sometimes people say things and the way that they're heard is different than what they actually meant. Right. Yeah. And I see that in our industry uh, a great deal, especially when you get in the details of, of the execution of the work. And, you know, just saying something simply, go do this, a little more detail, right? But I'm just saying what that person may have heard you say and where they interpreted the your language of it could be completely the opposite of what person two would have interpreted. So right. I've always felt that it's good that the team understands and has a common language. That is so important. Yeah. So taking the time, I mean, at least for me, I know I'm, I love, efficiency and I love being like, all right, next one, next one, next one. Let's, let's get this done. Let's get this list checked off, but taking the time to really say, okay, here's what I'm hearing you say. <laughs> and is that what you're actually saying? Uh, seems really important. So is that a best practice that you would recommend regarding team growth or are there other best practices in what you've seen work well? Yeah, I think, I think that's definitely one of them. But I think that the other thing is you got to know your team mm -hmm. and you've got to, you've got to show that you care about your team and that you're part of that team. Even as the leader, you know, there's times that I have to, that I have to step in and, and, and deal with conflict, even with, within some of the team members. Yeah. But I have to, I have to let them know because, most of the time I see both sides and yeah. I understand that there's a lot of passion beside, you know, behind both sides. And, um, but at the end of the day, we always agree that once we decide we're going to move forward and we all stick together as a team. So I think that's, that's one thing. The other thing is we already kind of talked about the development of the team and mm -hmm. I think we can never take that for granted that we're all, all of us are always learning. Always, every day, yes. I go home knowing something that I didn't know the, that prior day. And I think that's one of the things that's so exciting about our business is that there's no two days the same, ever. 
It's always yeah. different. Yeah, but but I think part of what you just described is it's not just that you did learn something, it's that you're reflecting on that learning and you're you're realizing that you did learn. I mean, I, it's hard because I think sometimes as teams, we we can acknowledge the fact that, oh, we did well today or we got things done. We checked that box. But then are we actually together reflecting on why it worked well and how the process uh, or maybe even how the process failed and how we corrected it. Um, I think that's where true learning and true growth can also come from. So that lessons learned piece, um, have you seen that as a as an integral piece to team growth as well? Yeah, and I think there's it's really important that the team is always looking at what did we accomplish what went really well, what didn't go so well. Mm -hmm. um, so lessons learned, that's the, the, the term, yeah. the language we use in our <laughs> company language, nice. at the end of projects. But it's, it's really more to me about the team has to recognize is that you're never, your work is never done growing mm -hmm. as a team because mm -hmm. you're always reevaluating. How can we do this better? And sometimes that frustrates people, right? They're, right. They feel like, well, we're just never done with this. Well, you never will be because mm -hmm. the world's evolving. People are evolving. Teams obviously are never together forever, right? There's yeah. the people grow and then they, they go start their own team. And, mm -hmm. you know, which is it. That's why I said it's kind of an evolving, never ending process that we're always, we're always going to keep, keep growing teams and, and people are going to move into new teams and then grow those teams. And, and so once you get past that and you can, you can honestly say, I, I accept the fact mm -hmm. that this is going to be an evolving process always. It will, it will serve you and the team much better. Yeah. And I, I can't help but think that a lot of what you shared is applicable even now, um, thinking about all of the change that our company and that the world has gone through this past year, um, how does a virtual team or, or a team with, you know, a hybrid team with some remote workers handle these same challenges or developmental dynamics that are presented by growing with one another? Is it different? Are there unique aspects to a virtual team that, you know, team members should consider? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I tell you, I think we're all learning. Yeah. I think we're all, we've all been challenged and somewhat shocked by what's happened in the last six months. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's a new day for virtual meetings and how to, how do our teams interact? And I completely understand the question and I wish I had answers. To give you on what the right thing to do is but for now what I can really offer is I think that it, it's going to require us to have more interaction virtually to stay engaged because it's not just walking down the hall like we right. used to yeah. and saying hey you know John I need you to do this 
and, you know, hey, how was your weekend or mm-hmm. and trying to be more personable. Whereas now, you know, you're on the phone and on the computer virtual meetings so much time is of the essence and you've got to you've got to get things done still yeah. virtually. So it's a huge challenge. And especially in our industry where a lot of it is so hands on, um, it's definitely pushed us all to try to, to be better at this. But I think the key to it is, and, and what I've learned in the past few months, m- meeting more often, like you can yes. see teams are having huddles, if not every day, every other day, just to keep engaged and check in because we're not visibly in the same office together. That's one thing. The second thing would be, you know, don't make the meeting all business. Mm. You know, have, and the EOS teaches us that, right? It tells us have the personal best, business best, try to put a little piece of that in there. But I guess what I'm saying is it may not even hurt once a week is that the team's huddle or check-in is just fun. Yeah, good point. Let's not even talk about Limbach today. Let's talk about, unless we have a really important issue, Mm -hmm. let's talk about, you know, what's going on with all of you? Yeah. Just what did you do in the last week, personally, if you're willing to share, you know? And I think that helps just kind of keep that interaction going. Yeah. And and like you said, that builds trust because you're actually giving time to the human, not just the employee. Um, I think that's a really, really great advice, especially as we continue to experience. And as you said, continue to learn and evolve as hybrid or virtual teams. Um, But how does Limbach in particular benefit from these strong performing teams i mean there's there's something that that secret sauce you've talked about trust communication having fun alongside you know getting the job done well again katie it's it's really about achieving results and you know the company the company has made it through a lot of things and it's you know 119 years of existence um, and most of that is probably attributed to having strong teams mm. that believe in not only what the company is setting out to do, but believe in themselves and what they can achieve and in turn provides, you know, results for the company. But at the end of the day, um, Lumbox full of great people. Yeah. I know that to be true. And, uh, you know, I, I think that you know, people say it's it's more of a family atmosphere than anything, and I don't think we've ever lost that. I think that's always been true since I've worked for the company, and I think most people view it that way in our company. Yeah. And, you know, all of the things we've talked about teams today kind of does result, res- kind of does circle around that whole aspect of of, you know, having a tight, relationship as a team and delivering results for the company at the end of the day that's that's really the best outcome right yeah it's really important more important now than ever to stay close to your teams talk to them um people are going through a lot of stuff right now and the world has changed not only with the virus but in many ways Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
there's a lot of people out there that that may not um, they may not feel appreciated and may not feel um, as engaged as they were, you know, six months ago. Yeah. And I would just urge everyone to, you know, talk to your teams, show them that you care. And, um, you know, by doing that, those things really specifically, I think you'll be really surprised at, at the response that you'll get and the results that you'll achieve by just showing that you do care about them and their well-being and, and that some of the things that are bothering them you know, it can at least be discussed, you know, and it doesn't, it's not, doesn't mean you're going to solve all their issues. Right. But just sometimes having someone to talk to about it um, really makes a big difference. So I think these times have merited that. Yeah, that's well said. Now it's time for our curveball question to close out the show. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. Now, this question has to do with being productive as an individual to contribute to your team better. So there may be some wisdom you can impart to others here. If you woke up and you had 2,000 unread emails and you could only answer 300 of them, how would you choose which ones to answer? Hmm. It's a weird one. (laughs) I feel like that's how I wake up every day. Katie. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this your norm? <laughs> um. Well, that's an interesting question. I, I think what I would do is I would probably first and foremost check and see if there was there was anything from my team that was time sensitive first. Mm. Would scan through and you know, start to compartmentalize all of the the ones that I felt as being low priority Mm -hmm. um, right away and making sure that there was nothing that said urgent in the the header. I think that would maybe be the first things I would look at. Yeah, that's good advice. Team first, putting your team first. (laughs) That is that good. That's really great. It brings us back to how we started this, this show today, which was all about the team and all about getting to know the people on your team, developing that trust, communicating with one another. Um, and through that you'll achieve results. So Ron, I wanted to thank you so much again for joining today. And, um, I know we, we have learned a lot and we'll continue to learn about team growth. Absolutely. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate the time and the opportunity to be able to share some of my thoughts. If you Google team growth, you are going to find a plethora of articles about the stages of team development, the five ways you can build your team to get things done, or what you need to know before building a team. But I gotta tell you, this conversation with Ron, it was so concise, so succinct, and really impactful when it comes to what makes a great team and how can we build great teams here at Limbach. I hope you got a lot out of this time together and can apply it in your team. But first, let's get to our Limbach trivia. What year was Limbach Company started and by whom was it started? And I'll need the first and last name, please. If you're the first person to send in the correct full name and date 
to learning at limbocking.com, you'll win some cash to our company store. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll talk to you next time on LMB Podcast.